0: The story began before Charlie, Rose and Anita began breathing the cloud of anesthetic gas which was being pumped into Charlie's bedroom from the gas cylinder which had been planted underneath Charlie's bed. The story began, in fact, with Charlie's mother, Lydia, and her friend, Tony. Dash. Five years ago. Lydia's and Charlie's home. Did you hear about Charlie, Tony? Lydia asked. No, I've been on leave, Tony replied. I'm not up to speed on the school gossip. Charlie got a top grade in French, Lydia said. She really loves languages. Tony sipped her drink. That's nice, she said. What do you think of the tea? Lydia refilled her cup. It's a very nice brew, she said. What is it? Green tea? No, it's something I got from one of my new friends. New friends? Lydia grinned. Sounds intriguing. Who are they? Are they from the school? No, Tony said. I met them while on leave. She put her cup down. Do you have your phone or tablet? I've got both, Lydia said, reaching for her bag. Tony peered into Lydia's open bag. Still smoking? she asked, spotting the cigarettes in the bottom of the bag. I still can't kick it, Lydia replied. She turned on the tablet. Call up your email, Tony said. I sent you something this morning. This morning? Lydia said. Strange. I check my emails every morning, first thing. I don't remember any emails sent from you, oh, wait. Lydia looked at her inbox, where an email sat near the top of the screen. She looked at Tony. I, I don't remember this email, she said, showing it to Tony. It looks like I've read it already, but I don't even remember seeing it, let alone reading it. Yeah, Tony said. Open it see what it says. Okay, Lydia said, clicking on the link. Her face went blank. Her facial muscles slackened. Her pupils dilated. Lydia became empty and unresponsive. Say hello, Lydia's unconscious mind, said Tony, leaning forwards. Lydia barely moved her head to respond. Hello? Tony leaned further forwards, and plucked the tablet from Lydia's unresisting fingers. Lydia... It's time to remember two weeks ago, when I first hypnotized you. Lydia smiled a dopey grin and sank back in the chair as the memory flooded her mind. Dash. The fortnight before. Outside the nutmeg cybercalf? It was raining. Tony bumped into Lydia as she stood under an awning outside the nutmeg. Hi, Lydia, she said. I take it the patches didn't work. Stupid things, Lydia said, stamping out the finished cigarette on the floor. She led the way back into the cafe, Tony following her. They ordered coffees, and stood dripping wet in the queue, watching people working on their laptops, and waiting for the barista to serve them. You know something? Tony said. What? You know what your problem is? Oh, please don't tell me it's willpower, Lydia retorted. I get that in the neck all the time. I've got plenty of willpower. It's just that the smokes are too damn good. Tony took her tray, and let Lydia grab hers. They made their way to a quiet, dark spot around the back, and sat down together. It's not willpower, Tony replied. Then what is it? I'll tell you what I learned, Tony said. Eh? Learned? From who? What did you learn? Tony sat back, sipping her coffee. Have you noticed something different about me lately? Er, no. What's different? I'm not smoking, Tony replied. What? I haven't smoked for two months, Tony said. Want to know how? God, yeah, Lydia said, leaning forwards. How? How did you stop? I met a friend, Tony said. He got me in touch with some of his friends who gave up smoking, and they sent me to a retreat nearby. And I came out of it smoke-free. A retreat? kind of like a posh holiday resort, Tony replied. Very nice place. They kept us distracted with all sorts of fun activities. You know, paintball, horse riding, all that athletic stuff. They kept our bodies exercised, to get us used to the restoration of health in our bodies as we renewed ourselves. Wow, Lydia said. And did you get permission from the school to take the break? As a matter of fact, Tony said, I just started an extended period of leave. So I could go on my first retreat immediately. Amazing, Lydia said. What did it cost you? I'll tell you later, Tony said. I've got some brochures at my place. Want to see? Sure. Dash. That afternoon, still two weeks before Tony's home. Lydia looked at the brochure in her hand. This place isn't too far out of town, she said. Tony was in the kitchen. Yeah. Not far, she replied. And you can go there too, if you wish. Lydia chortled. Not till I find out who's behind it, and what they're all about. She looked at the company logo, which looked like a stylized grid of white outlined hexagons like a honeycomb. Inside one of the golden yellow internal hexes was an aquamarine blue capital letter U. And just what is a unity anyway? Not just a unity, Tony said, still in the kitchen. But unity. I don't understand, Lydia replied. Is that some sort of cult? Back to Lydia's home, just after Lydia fell into the trance from looking at the email. I remember, Lydia said. And yet I don't remember any of this. Of course not, Tony said. You are only remembering because we've opened the memory to you. Stand up, Lydia. Lydia found herself standing up, not knowing why she did it. How are you feeling? Strange, Lydia replied. My head feels sort of spacey. That's the triggered instructions, Tony said. Raise your arm over your head, as if you were asking a question. Lydia raised her arm. What the hell? No need to wonder, Tony said. It's also completely normal that you don't question it. Okay, Lydia replied. Lower your arm, Tony said. She watched as Lydia lowered her arm. And now open your blouse. Okay, Lydia said, quietly, as her fingers undid the buttons of her blouse and opened it, revealing her bra underneath. Now remember when I tranced you, the first time, Tony replied. And Lydia remembered. Dash. The fortnight before. Tony's home. No, the unity's the opposite of what people think of as a cult, Tony said, from the kitchen. I don't understand, Lydia said. This looks pretty culty to me are you a devil worshiper or something? Tony chuckled. Hardly, she said. And no, we don't gather in circles of thirteen or bathe in virgin's blood by the light of the moon or any of that stuff. The unity's just a group of health professionals who have retired from private practice, and are using their money to help individuals. How? You know how a person can, you know, Lydia, face change and go through it with courage, even when everything else has failed? I have no idea what you are on about, Tony. Tony emerged from the kitchen, carrying two mugs of coffee. Have you ever faced a situation that really opened up your mind to new possibilities? I think so, Lydia replied. When I held Charlie in my arms, once I'd given birth to her. I felt that there was nothing she could do, and I wanted to give her everything I had to make her life as good as I could make it. And up to that point, it was all about you? Yes, but I don't see and your life opened up? Like you wouldn't believe. Tony sat down, sipping her coffee. Can you imagine that feeling of opening up again? Grab it like a firefly, hold it in your hand, anytime you like? Yes, in fact, Lydia said. But I don't. If you could see yourself letting yourself open up to new possibilities again, Tony said, what would it be like? It would be like, Lydia said, suddenly freezing as she tried to think of what it would be like. Go on. Lydia closed her eyes and imagined. Like winning something big, she said. Or a big new job. Or, her face grew still as the thought washed over her. You would imagine your mind filling with possibilities, Tony said, like the feelings you had when Charlie was born, but more. And what do you want? What? What do you want, when you realize that all the possibilities are open to you? What do you want, from all of those? I think I'd like to. You don't have to think very deeply about it, Tony said. However, and this is a big thing, and you're sitting there right now, and you're breathing, and you're feeling your clothes on you, and you find yourself deepening that sense of connection now. Deeper. Tony leaned forwards. Deepening the connection, and it is a good thing you're deepening it, because you can, Lydia, realize that you can now let go, or you can let go in a moment, and you can drop into a deep, Satisfying trance at any time you like. She paused. Or you drop into trance now. Lydia closed her eyes. Her head fell forwards. Back to Lydia's, a fortnight after that trance in Tony's. What did you do, too? S-H-H, Tony said. Remove your blouse. Lydia removed the blouse and dropped it to the floor. I have control over you, Tony said. How do you feel about that? Strange, Lydia said. And kind of hot. I thought so, Tony said. If you didn't want to be controlled, you'd never have let me bring you into a trance in the first place. She stood up, and faced Lydia. Now what would you like me to do to you next? Lydia looked impassive. Take off my bra, she said. You want me to do it, or do you want me to command you? Lydia gasped. Command me. Tony smiled. Do it, Lydia she said. Lydia unclipped her bra and dropped it, letting her large breasts hang free. How do you feel now? Aroused, Lydia said. Wet. And you want more? Lydia let out an erotic moan. Oh, yes. That's good, Tony said. Take off your shoes. Drop your jeans. She watched Lydia remove her jeans and shoes, and let Lydia stand in front of her, wearing only panties. Tony picked up the tablet and showed it again to Lydia. The email had a single image, a spiral, a pattern which looked like a grid of hexagons, changing color rapidly in unison. Each of us, a cell, Tony said. Each of us, a cell. All of us, a unity. All of us, Lydia said, a unity. All you want is to belong. I only want to belong. Feel the rewards of belonging. Tony caressed the undersides of Lydia's breasts, and Lydia uttered another erotic moan. Are you ready to belong? Tony asked. Yes, Lydia replied. Good, Tony said. Now, in a moment, you're going to put your clothes back on, and then you'll come with me. There's a car ready to take you to the Unity. Okay, Lydia said. Relax, Tony said, as Lydia began putting on her jeans. This will be fun for you you'll be taken to processing. And after that, honey, I'll personally take you to the spiral room. Charlie, said Lydia. I've already taken care of that, Tony said. She's going to be occupied tonight, with her friends Anita and Rose. They'll be back late. They've won tickets to a concert. Dash. The present day. Five years on from that email. Lydia was in her office. Her phone chimed. She answered it. Hi, Zara, she said. How are they? I just put T2 and T3 under, Zara replied. Processing complete. And what about? As far as I can tell, Zara said, she's ready for her debut in the spiral room. The door chimed. Lydia looked up. Okay, you can begin anytime. Go easy on her. We know who she is, Lydia, Zara replied. Processing out. Lydia got up from the desk and crossed over to the door. She opened it. Tony stood in the doorway, along with another figure in the shadows. Is she ready? Tony asked. As ready as she will ever be, Tony, Lydia replied. Then proceed, said Madame Danielson, stepping forwards into the light.